Previously, give us the recap. King, you find yourself flying and you see two others flying along with you. You know this place. This is your home. Iathra, you are the leader of a rebel band who has been fighting for decades to uproot an alien power that came to take over Iathra. Jump to Raymond. You sit at a small fire. The bright colors of Mayheim are muted in the mix of firelight and the light of the rising. Oh, wow. Ginny, your youngest daughter, is also there. Am I coming to waking up to the I, the reality that I may be home? You seem distant. I have lived a life away from here. A spell was cast upon me. This isn't madness. Alabaster, you sit at a poker table. Ashtray Bobby sits across from you. To your right sits Jules. To your left sits Lawton Whitingale. I'll throw in a green chip and ask for three cards, please, Dad. Did you just refer to me as Dad? Yes, sir. Must be the smoke in the air getting to you, young man. Cotton, you've picked up your mother's mail. You're on your way to her house for dinner. You ring the doorbell. The door opens, and Joseph Bernstein answers the door. Um... Why are you here, dude? How do you know my mom? Cotton, I've been married to your mom for three years. No, you haven't. I want to try to perceive if I'm hallucinating or in a dream. Jenny, what is this? We're having one more fire together before I head to Ranger. He's going to think, see if she reads his mind. I haven't been here. I left. Where have you been? Detroit. You say that word, and I want you to roll willpower, please. Alabaster, it is your deal at the table. So I want to look Ashtray Bobby directly in the mouth. Yes, you do. It's beautiful. Um, Tell me what happens when you look Ashtray Bobby square in the mouth. Alabaster stands up, puts his hands under the card table, flips it up into the air, uh, kicks it, across the room right at Ashtray Bobby. Okay, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Alabaster pounces on him and starts smashing him in the face with his fists. Yes! Something ain't right here. I don't know if you're the shapeshifters that we encountered down here, but I got no beef with you directly unless you're standing in my fucking way. King, these tendrils of smoke and shadow burst out and slam into you, lifting you off the ground. Raymond. Take a peek around. Does everything smell right? You smell oranges. All right. Let, yeah, let's do like at least a little refresh recap. So we had been taken in, presumably, by these aliens who may or, or well, these mimics who, who may or may not be associated with the Bernsteins. And <laughs> they... It's so far beyond the fucking Bernsteins. And they, <laughs> they've, they've taken us... Uh, They've caught us, and we just were all in the midst of coming out of some very, very intense and realistic dream sequence or something, right? Chemically induced. Yeah. But we've all, like, come to on on the floor or tied up or something. I don't don't remember exactly the state in in which we were coming to. You don't know anything other than you you feel as if you are – Well, you don't really feel anything, right? Like you're completely paralyzed, your eyes opened, um, and all you can see is a very bright light in your vision. There was a brief moment of debate about whether or not we were going to open this next episode with us being heads in a jar. (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-huh. So, we don't know. Heads in a jar. 
Um, shit, man. It's just like the Blue Man Group. You fucking figured it out. Right. <laughs> so we're done? Yeah, it's a wrap, guys. <laughs> is that is that enough of a recap? Yeah, I'm good. Glad we came that's together it. tonight. Heads oh, that's, in a jar. That's, that's, the end, that's the end of Renaissance City. Um, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in. For our next uh for our next oh, project. Wait, for our next project. Yep. Are we <laughs> conscious? <laughs> Fuck it, let's play it. <laughs> yeah, let's just play as heads in the jar. Yeah, we'll play the we'll play the Futurama, we'll play the Futurama version yeah. of this. Love it. We're just sitting on a, we're just sitting on a shelf for eternity. That would be a fun one shot though. To wake up a thousand years in the future. Yeah, Futurama style. If we're heads in a jar, we can go to that flying goat place. We're basically Matrix. <laughs> the real dreamscape was our whole life, and <laughs> actually just heads in a jar. God, wouldn't that be a huge relief? <laughs> Would it? <laughs> It'd be a fucking enormous relief right now. From the pressure of having to uh, save the world. <laughs> go to yeah. this shitty fucking job. This is just a program. <laughs> You want to try something else? How about an island? Oh, you mean like real life? Oh, I mean real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. I Let's got you. turn off the COVID <laughs> test and go back to fucking uh, head in a jar on a fucking sandy no. beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> head in a jar. Am I King's head or Cotton's head? Consciousness comes to you. As this bright light shines, everybody roll perception, please. Oof. Am I cotton or king? Oh, good question. I want you to roll for cotton and I want you to roll for king. Okay. Both your heads are in a jar. Evens. One. Three for cotton. Oh, three straight up. Oh, damn. Six for king. Seven for shadow. Nice. Nice. Or, sees or shade. Shade. Or demon shade. Demon shade. Yes. We we all still have that issue. I've been trying to get through some audio editing and, you know, a free 30 minutes here. And and we all do it. Yeah. We're, we all get good at it for 10 minutes. And then we all slip right back to shadow every time. Uh, from here on out, we'll call him Shado. Shado? Shado. Um, so not unlike Cotton Dearborn, um, Saint Shadow slash Demon Shade slash Shado, um, you now have multiple aliases. Yeah. Raymond already cleared it. He could call him Shadow. He did. True. Yeah. So Raymond doesn't even, this conversation doesn't even pertain to him. He, he, he knew he, he was going to fuck up. it up and he managed it. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's some that's solid great. meta play, really. Um, well done. Yeah, that's some solid meta play, is what that is. Hey, do you guys mind if I make dick jokes? Well, it's endearing. <laughs> so perception rolls. Okay, you hear and seventeen. Yeah, you can hear um, that same hum of those generators. Um, it's that same tone. You can hear a fan. And you can hear two very heavy sets of footfalls. Not like the size of the of the big, you know, tank mech units, but heavier than, you know, it's not like a guy in work boots. It's it's they're 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 louder than that. And they're not moving at a quick pace by any stretch, but you can hear their footsteps um, walking around the room. And they're landing heavy. Yeah, and they're landing heavy. After a minute or so, Shadow, Shade, Shado. Shade. <laughs> Wait, what? Demon Shade, Shado. Um, Shado for real? <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> He's going to do that to people. You, I think, I think just us as players. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, that's, I think that's, I think that's what Jazz was saying. I don't think Cor- that's what Alabaster was saying. Correct. Correct. Yeah. There is a face that comes into your purview, um, leans over and blocks the light from you and is looking at you and tilts its head to the right, tilts its head to the left. What does the face look like? What am I seeing? It is is the face of a man 
right down the middle of his face and then curving off over his right lip and away towards his ear. That section looks like it has a birthmark, maybe. Um, it's it's red in color, reddish in color, um, but it's only that it's only that curved part of the of the right orbital side of his face, and the red kind of stretches back to his ear, to his hairline, and he tilts his head and he tilts his head. Y- you see his hand. Um, you can't feel this, but his hand is obviously touching your face. Because <laughs> it's in a jar, you can't feel it. And he stands back up and disappears from your purview. And I can't move. I don't think that you're like, okay. And you don't, and you don't even, you don't feel you, you are numb as well. Right. So you didn't feel his hand touch your face. You could just see his hand come to your face. Would I have the ability to, um, I would want to try and push out the fear that I am feeling into the room. Nope. No, that's okay. yes. No, I said dope. I said dope. Okay. Um, I thought you said nope. Um, okay. How did we design this again? Do you remember? We had like a special system. Yes. So roll a d6. Okay. Uh, three. Okay. Roll another d6. Six. Okay. So it will be lust and not fear. Okay. Yikes. He comes back in and teabags your forehead. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? Shit, that might happen. <laughs> what'd you do, man? <laughs> he was all professional at first. <laughs> this person doesn't seem to be affected. Um, Thank God. They just, they continue on. They, you know, he, he tilts his head and he touches your face and then, and then he, he leaves from your, um, from your vision. Okay. Raymond, you are laying there on the table and this bright light is all you can see. You can hear these footsteps and then you hear the footsteps approaching you. There is a woman who leans down over you. Mm. Hair is pulled back and down her nose and across her orbital and the left side of her face has the opposite mark from what the guy that was looking at at demon shade has uh, okay it's still it's reddish it it almost looks like this birthmark of some sort and um comes down her nose and under her eye and across over her lip and headed toward her um left ear and um it's this same kind of roundish ovalish kind of shape just like her cheek is painted no, it, it covers her forehead and that side of her nose and under her eye and over her eye and her cheek all the way out. Oh, wow. um, okay. It's like it's like if I was to draw a line from the middle of my forehead down my nose and cross over my lip and make a make like a curved line back to my earlobe. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, she's got hair. She has hair. Yep, and okay. it's 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 pulled back tight. Um, and she tilts her head to one side and she tilts her head to the other side and she's looking at you. And then she, she leans down very, very close and she's staring directly into your eyes. And then she, she pulls up a little, a little light and she puts the first light over your right eye and then puts the light over your left eye. And then she stands up and away right. and, and you on. hear the, he- the heavy footfalls. He's going to try and do what Shadow did. Make, make your lust for me. <laughs> um, is that a power that you have? Which, which, power, which power do you have that would do that? What charm. Skill, what skill? Charm? Charm. You're going to roll charm? Okay, roll charm. He's going to, like, give her the big, big eyelashes. He's a except, love on a except table. Except you're numb and you're, and you're paralyzed <laughs> and can't move. Except his so, eyes. Except your eyes. <laughs> You gotta get a badass roll. <laughs> Come on, baby. Two. Well, I have five successes and two sixes to roll, so uh, she resisted. She resisted. Five, yep, she she resisted your charms. Alright, damn. He doesn't have his game. He's sedated. Cotton. You can hear footfalls approach. And 
your eyes are open and leaning down into your vision is this same woman. And she tilts her head to one side and tilts her head to the other. And she takes her hand and, and puts it on your forehead and removes her hand. And then her, you can see her left hand and it comes up um, like to touch your mouth or something. You can't feel it. You don't really know. You can't see it outside of you can see her hand kind of in your peripheral, right? And then she stands up and you hear her footsteps walk away. I'd like to try to use telepathy. Are we okay. seeing each other? And what do you want to do with telepathy? I want to know. No, you cannot see each other. I want to know who's, how many people are in the room and what their state of mind is. Okay. Give me the roll. Seven. There are three other people in the room with you. Raymond, what's your state of mind? He's thinking about that Moondian fruit salad. He got to figure a way to get back. Back to the fruit salad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> only, only Raymond can make fruit salad a feeling. Right. Listen, it's man. A, it's a consistent one. He's summoning his energy, you know? No, it's a yearning. He ain't getting this Moondian fruit salad if he don't get up off this gurney. It is a yearning. I guess. So it's a yearning. Because again, all cotton can read is emotions. Cotton can't read your mind. Cotton well, can only read your emotions. But it's, yeah, that's fine. Right. It's a yearning with like a citrus edge. <laughs> There's that's a citrus edge to just about everything that Raymond does. Yeah, yeah. But it's a driving yearning. Like, he's making a goal. He's He's got to kill these people. But I would argue that it's it's a signature feeling, and I can recognize that it's him. You absolutely recognize that it's Raymond. Yeah. Yeah, you've. I think you've developed this enough, and you've used this enough around these people that um, I, I think it's... I think it's perfectly plausible that you can recognize Shadow and you can recognize Raymond um, every time you use your telepathy. Shado? Shado. You feel him. Demon Shade. <laughs> All right. Demon Shade, what's your state of mind? Yeah, I think, uh, well, Shade is, he's freaking out. He has never not been in touch with his physical, his, his physical, you know, prowess. So for him to be paralyzed is frightening. So that's that's how he's feeling. Frightening. Got it. King, what is your state of mind? I'm I'm quaking, trying to figure out how I'm gonna strangle somebody to death. Yeah. We we gotta kill these people. I can't believe I can't fucking move and strangle somebody to death right now. So anger. Yeah. So anger. Impatient anger. Fright and yearning. Great. But Kings is not familiar to me. Correct. You do not recognize the third person in the room. Got it. Other than that, there those are the only three people in the room. Can I speak? You cannot. All right. You are you are numb and paralyzed. King. You are laying there, staring up at this light, and you hear footsteps approaching you, but you hear two sets of footprints approaching you, and into your vision come a man and a woman, and they are both standing over you about waist high, so you can you can see them, you know, pretty much from the chest up. She tilts her head one way and tilts her head the other way and is looking at you, while the man, he reaches his right hand out to you as if to put his hand on your chest and from his palm you see his palm open up almost like a a sliding door and there are these three wires maybe um, you're not really sure and they come out and he puts his hand down on your chest you can't feel anything and he just stands there with his hand on your chest for a moment the woman comes closer to your head she reaches out both hands and puts them above your eyes. By her motion, you would you would think that she's touching your horns. You see her hands come down and they, they appear to kind of like run down the side of your face. And then she stands up 
and the guy removes his hand and they disappear from your sight. It is my intention as they start turning away to rip off one of their heads. Okay. So I want to roll might. As a paralyzed numb thing, you want to roll might? Okay, roll might. Try. You got to try. I mean, that's just what King would do. Try something. Got to try something. Four. Four. The power that is inside you, the, the, the rage that is inside you, you start to feel something hot, red hot, you know, red hot mad. And you feel your right hand just twitch a little bit. <laughs> the sound of the fan and the hum of the generators, drones, and you all slip into darkness. Sometime later, you don't know how long it's been. You wake up. Shadow, you are sitting upright. You can see there are two people across the room. It's not a huge room. Um, It's probably 20 by 30. It looks like a lab of some sort. There are several tables um, lined up on the right. They look like hospital beds of some sort. Um, there are beakers and there are, um, cabinets and there are flashing lights. Uh, there are several Bunsen burners going with liquids of, uh, of gold and green, um, on one of the counters. And there are a variety of medical supplies that you can see sitting off on a different counter and, and the smell of, of, of iron and iodine, um, mm is strong the two people across the room notice you as as your eyes are open can i move you know you feel like you you feel like you had you know how that last shot of alcohol that you shouldn't have had makes you feel yeah that's how you feel you're kind of floppy but you're kind of nauseous um Hello? <laughs> Can you hear me? Hello? The man turns and starts walking over to you, and you hear these very heavy footfalls. Hello? Where, where am I? Who are you? Those are loaded questions. I am XJT313. Are you... Human? No. Not a human. Are you machine? Mostly. Am I a prisoner? No. You're a subject. (laughs) Whose subject? Mine and my companion. How did you receive me? You were brought to our facility. We are providing a service. To whom? To you. Forgive me. What is your name? Oh, this is good. What is it today? <laughs> <laughs> what is it today? <laughs> what name does he give him? You can call me Shade. Shade. Are you uncomfortable, Shade? I... I don't know what or where I am. I'm I'm confused. Confused. I understand confused. Yes. This is a new location. I am a unfamiliar host and this unfamiliarity will rightfully cause confusion. No, you are here for the insert. Hoo yay. It takes preparation. What is the what is the insert? What is that? Is that a procedure? Yes. It is a procedure that will further assist you in the enhancing of your abilities. Huh. <laughs> Have you seen my colleagues? <laughs> colleagues? Whoa. Are they here as well? 
your colleagues. 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 Yes, colleagues. That's that's the word that's been colleagues? used. It's colleagues. <laughs> I'm going to look up the definition. <laughs> you don't like the word colleagues? You don't like that word? I think he's speaking as Raymond if you were to call him colleagues. I think I love it. Right. Oh, Raymond would have an issue with that word? Or he just wouldn't know what it meant? Person with whom one works in a profession or business. There you have it. Yeah. Right, which is not how Raymond views this this whole thing. You, right. You know, Shadow, Shadow and King and Cotton are his best friends. Yeah, these are just... <laughs> the know, only friends he's got. And this is nothing more than a business transaction <laughs> for Alabaster. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, such a. This is just one step on the way to fruit salad. Yep. For hey, we got to kill these sons of bitches. That's step one. Oh, I'm such a dick. Have you seen my colleagues? <laughs> Are they here? Do you mean the red one? Yes. Your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking colleague. Are are you also referring to the two tied together? Yes. Your other best friends. Oh God, how disgusting is our connection gonna look? Yes, those are my those are my colleagues. Your colleagues are here. They are also being prepared for the insert. When you when you say insert, are you inserting something into into us or are you inserting us into something? There is a small device created by our maker. It will be gently implanted at the base of your skull. And after the implant and then the training, the insert will enhance your abilities. I see. Yeah. He says that, and the woman, you hear her footfalls, and she walks up and stands uh, kind of over his shoulder and she looks at you and she tilts her head one way and tilts her head the other. Uh. And then quicker than frenzy, you feel something jab you in the neck. You see her reach out and something jabs you in the neck and your world goes dark. Uh. Mm. And we don't see any of this. No, you see none of this. Yeah. You don't know any of this story yet. Are they in the same room? Did they hear it? Nope, they're not in the same room. Okay, gotcha. We don't know what you know. Thank God, because I called you colleagues. You didn't need to hear that, apparently. (laughs) And Raymond (laughs) does not want to hear that shit. Right. Colleagues. Colleagues? (laughs) (laughs) I never, you know, I know that words have the power to offend, but I never, never would have thought. Shadow's been... Trying oh, to get no. them to be professionals, and that's true. He's called them business oh, yeah. associates how many times? And I mean, it's <laughs> colleagues Uh-oh. is colleagues is better right. than business associates. I mean, at least there's that. At least he considers you on the same level. I mean, I think in Shadow's world, like that's a step up. Yeah, I agree. Because because colleagues does imply like a a a friendly working yeah, okay. a relationship. Like a, yeah. A friendly working relationship, not just a purely cold business relationship. See, Raymond, it's not as bad as you make it out to be. It's still pretty shitty. No, that's all ridiculous. Yes. We're his best friend. He doesn't have any best friends. We're the only friend Shadow has. I think you're projecting. I don't know, bud. I don't think I'd consider the pawn shop owner your best friend. <laughs> My dad. I mean, Astray Bobby? His poker buddies. We have a uh, unique relationship. I have lots of friends. <laughs> no, you have colleagues. <laughs> you have business associates. <laughs> yep. Uh, funny. Yeah, we need to take Shadow out for a social. See his hoity-toity friends. Well, he's too depressed and he's too goth. Woe is me. Nobody wants to hang out with a fucking bummer. Oh, his dad would make him go to that shit. Which is why he's not social. He hates it. Anyway. Right. If I had to go to one more cotillion. If I had to go to one more cotillion. Where are these friends at? 
That's all I'm saying. If he has to go to one more cotillion, <laughs> he might snap, change his per- persona into a dark, murderous <laughs> villain. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of exactly. being the hero, turn into the villain. That's what actually happened. This is all about parties and dressing up. Yeah, this is all a revolt. I like parties and dressing up. I miss parties and dressing up. Anyway. Cotton, you come to. And you are standing in a room about 20 by 30. There are some tables um, on your right. Four of them. They look kind of like hospital beds. There are various medical supplies. You are in the same room that I described for Shado. I'm not going to go back and talk about beakers and all that. Same setup. How many were there? Oh, God. What color was the liquid? 11 D7. <laughs> right. <laughs> Standing in front of you is a woman, the same woman, um, hair pulled tight. She's got a lab coat on. She has a stethoscope around her neck. Um, and she is holding some cotton swabs in her hand. Subject three, are you prepared? Prepared for what? I need to take the swabs. It's a bit painful, but does not last long. Are you prepared? No. Why are you doing this? In preparation for the insert. <laughs> I don't think so. It's easier if you comply. What happens if I tell you no? It's easier if you comply. <laughs> Cotton tries to run toward the door. Okay. Um, roll agility, but roll with minus two dice. Ooh, I only have three. Oof. I got a zero. You're zonked. You turn to make this move, not realizing how how weak you are, and trip over your own feet um, and kind of collapse hard to the floor. You hit one of your knees pretty, you know what I mean? You, you jam your knee against the floor pretty hard, um, and you're laying there struggling with your own weight to push your own weight up off the floor. I told you that it would be easier if you complied. Well, I'm about to tell you to fuck off. Subject three, please allow me to assist you to the chair. Okay. And she reaches down and puts a hand under your um, under your armpit and very easily lifts you up off the ground. And then she puts your arm around her shoulder and puts her arm around your back and starts to walk you over toward the chair that's sitting closer to the door. She seats you. May I begin the swabs? No. If you must, you see her hand quickly come out. You feel a jab in your throat and darkness. King, you are standing under a spotlight. The rest of the room around you is very dark. You are on a uh, concrete floor. There is a large manacle around your neck with a heavy chain attached to it. That chain is also, you can see, attached to the floor. From the darkness, you hear a voice. Where are you from? Your mom's house. Roll toughness. Yeah, baby. Two. You feel a massive jolt of electricity, um, and you will take one harm. It's almost like it came up through the chain and hit you straight in the throat. I will ask you again. Where are you from? Glad you remembered the question. Let's hear it a third time. Roll toughness. Five. Hell yeah, king. Tell me how this time you resist um, taking any damage from this electrical shock that comes up through the chain. I reach out to kill the voice and I'm able to grab a fingertip just as the jolt comes through me and travels right through 
that being and into the floor and I fall back luckily grounded from most of the electrical shock so that being steps into the cone of light he is maybe five feet tall mimic the doppelganger he is wearing just a kind of generic gray robe against his very featureless gray skin Iathra is that right that's right how'd you end up here some motherfucker drugged me do I look like I know sorry that was a it wasn't as pointed as it should have been how did you end up here on earth well I'd love to tell you that story too sometime uh but you know I don't get all the facts either pal I'm just here to kick ass when the time comes what do you want from me I, that's a that's an interesting question. I I really don't know. I'm as confused as you are. Well, great. Let's just be confused together and fucking get me a sandwich. You'll eat in time. The fact that you're here, well, I'm I'm hopeful that it it helps to explain why I'm here. Honestly, why we're all here. I don't mean that in like the you know, existential sense why we're all here. I mean that in, like, why, how I and my people got here. Great. I hope you solve your little problem. Are you not curious? Um, I'm a prisoner. I'm a prisoner. I have different priorities right now. Let me solve the family tree later. Right now, I'm trying to kick your ass. Yeah, I know. That's why I keep a chain on you, because you Great. can't fucking control yourself. And so instead of you ripping my head off like you did with 17 of my compatriots so far, I have to keep you at least amenable. I don't want to keep you prisoner. I don't want to harm you. 17. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. Well, great. Then take the damn chain off of me, and we'll sit and talk and have tea. And no, we won't. That's the problem. I've tried that. I've tried it again and again. You cannot control your own rage. You don't get answers by chaining the fucking cat, buddy. Let's do it. Let's Come do on. what? You, you, get no, over I, here. No, I will not. Fuck off. I can become you, but I don't like to. And I certainly don't want to. I don't want to have to defend myself against you. I'm trying to help you. Where are my friends? Hey, see, that's what's up. Your friends are being... I had to make a bargain. <laughs> Your friends are being prepared. Prepared for what? It's called an insert. It's a piece of technology that... Well, it's not all bad, but it's not all good. We know about your net control. Yes, there is the capability for that. What else does it do? Well... Uh, for people with enhanced skills, if the preparations are done correctly and the training is adhered to, it can enhance those skills. So the strong get stronger. Yes. Or if, I mean, I've seen so many different powers if you're fast, it makes you faster. Yes. If you're strong, it makes you stronger. If you are, if you can conjure flame, I have seen it increase the power available to those people, but also give them greater control. And it, it, it gives someone else greater control. We know that people are being controlled by these things. I don't want to do your bidding. Because you've got some device in my neck. It wouldn't be my bidding. Well, who is it? Listen, if you don't know, and if you're not... I just... I'm, I'm sorry. I can't... I cannot trust you not to try to kill me. Or any of my associates. Well, how do I earn that trust? I'm not sure. King reaches into his pubic pocket and pulls out a photo of him and Raymond. This is my best friend. 
and myself. Okay, listen, is there, I'm is there around. A picture him. of King and Raymond. I thought it was a picture of. Kyle. I don't care. We There's, we stopped okay. by and got some more Hell yeah. photos. Hell yeah, I, I no love idea. it. I love it. King picture yeah, of King and Raymond. Got it. Raymond was trying. <laughs> Raymond was trying to awaken those two to each other. They had to be pictures of both ways. Yeah, totally. I dig it. I am with this man on the battlefield almost every waking moment of my existence. And I don't harm him. Those pictures were taken at the uh, at the farmer's market? Right. We do that too. I don't harm him because he treats me with respect. He's not trying to get me under control. He's not trying to capture me and do scientific experiments on me. He's my friend, and he looks out for me. I can be trusted when my trust is earned. I have tried multiple times to earn your trust. Each time, it ended in violence. It's why we are in the predicament we are in currently. So why do you continue to talk to me if you're not willing to give it another try? I don't know. Glutton for punishment, maybe? My desire to understand how we ended up here, and even more so, trying to figure a way how to get home, will drive me to nearly any end. Come here. Shake my hand. I will show you you that I'm not doing anything. I'm calm. I want answers, too. He extends a paw. He stands there for a moment, looking at your outstretched hand, and he walks over and reaches his hand out to shake your hand. He doesn't get all the way to you. You can't get to him just yet. And he says, trust goes both ways. Agreed. And he takes, a, he takes the two steps close enough to you, and he puts his hand into your hand to shake hands. I snatch his hand and rip his head off of his shoulders. <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> Sneak attack. Uh, you had to know that was coming. Roll my... Roll baby, hot dice. Six. Nice. I got five and two sixes to roll. Oh. Roll threes. I rolled a two and a three. So we tied. We tied. You get to tell it. I get to embellish. But there's no harm done. Okay. To either side. So I grab his hand and I snatch him toward me, almost like we're dancing. And he he spins, and I grab him in my arms, and I've got his head like in a like in a sleeper hold. And I'm looking at him, and I go, "All I want to do is rip your head off your shoulders." But I won't. And he transforms into an exact replica of you. Mm. Raymond, you are sitting in a chair in the laboratory. Same chair. Standing next to you is uh, the woman. And about halfway across the room, the man is standing with his back turned. She's in a lab coat, stethoscope. And she puts the stethoscope into her ears. Uh, She puts the monitor onto your chest. What does she hear? Like a double heartbeat. You got two of them pumping. One of them pumps fast, one of them pumps slow. Interesting. She pulls away and stands up. Rhythmic is similar. Seems to be in tow with previous... Subject one, how are you feeling? Oh, feel like you fucked up. And why would you feel that way? You should have cut off my head. No, no, that's not the intention at all. I'm going to give her the kung fu. Okay. Um, you're going to roll martial arts? Yeah, baby. Okay, you're going to do it at minus two dice. Okay, that's still nice. That's still nice. Come on, baby. Pick the right eight. All right. Come on, hot dice. Ooh, four, six, two. I rolled six successes. Six? Yes, I rolled six. Okay. Three fours and three twos. We're a four 
plus five plus six and six. Okay. You get to tell it and I will embellish. But you are in a similar, maybe not as groggy as Shado, Shade, Shadow was. But yeah, still kind of, still kind of loosey goosey. Okay, she comes in with a stethoscope. He's gonna kind of lean in, grab her by the head, fall to the ground, and throw at the other guy. The other guy has his back turned, and quick as Raymond spins around and catches her and stands her upright. He tilts his head one way and tilts his head the other, and then she's, you know, she's standing there next to him, looking at you, and says, "Again, please understand, subject one." That preparations are important. Yours will be a bit more tedious due to your physical makeup as compared to your human companions. What do you do? She's just talking. She's just talking. Yeah. Okay. I'm in a fight. As soon as I was throwing her, I was following her to throw a punch. As soon as whatever happened at the other end happened at the other end. She stops to talk. I want to punch through her face. So martial arts minus two dice. Oh, get that green one. Greens are good, aren't they? All right, come on, baby, hot dice. Punch it through the head. Punch it through the head. Six and a, with another six. Seven with All another right. six. All right, you got Eight me. Eight with another six. God bless. And nine with a four. So nine Damn. successes for her. Damn. Yes. We ain't scared. All right. He comes in with a fist. (laughs) Matrix. He comes in with a fist, and she simply reaches out her hand and catches it. Oh, God. Yeah. And you are now in her grasp. She's not holding you so tight that she's hurting you. It's not like she's squeezing your hand and, you know what I mean, forcing you to the ground in in pain. She just has you by the hand. And the guy steps around and... Tilts his head to one side and tilts his head to the other. And is just kind of in a flanking position next to you as she is holding your hand. Subject one. Please refrain from violence. The preparations are being made for the insert. Okay, now he's going to kick her. He's going to try to kick her head. He's going to kick her head into the next guy's head. Try to clack them together. Okay. This... Just be careful don't to, not to throw your balls at her, because she's strong. Roll martial arts at, at minus two dice. All right, come on, baby. Hot dice, hot dice. We can get her. Ooh, two successes. Ooh, yeah, I didn't do much better. Two on my end. Damn it, that was our chance. Oh, love it. Okay, so you... Let the dice play it out. You tell it, and I will embellish. Right, so she's got to hold that one hand, and then he comes up with the opposite foot, imagining the dude is on the other side. Yes. He's trying to kick her head into his head. Kick her head off her head into his head and make him clank. So here comes the kick. He's trying to? Well, yeah, obviously he tried to. No, you just didn't do any damage. So if that's what you want to happen, that's what can happen. So you swing your foot around, you kick her head, knock it over, kind of throw her into him. You hear the sound of metal hitting on metal. Uh Oh, the kick. You you feel like you just tried to kick um, (laughs) solid steel. Yeah, Okay. She continues to hold you by the hand and she is going to use the momentum of your kick as you knock her into him and bring you around. And she's going to put you in an arm bar behind your back and wrap her arm around your throat. Oof. All right, let's do that thing. Again, subject one, we ask that you refrain from violence. This will be your last warning. And she's being violent towards me. No, she's simply restraining you for doing violence. We're going to jujitsu right out of that and reverse it upon her. <laughs> but we're going to, once we flip around, we're twisting the head off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and three sixes. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my God, she's a killer. Uh, two more uh, sixes. 
So that is nine with two sixes. That is 11 with another six. Holy crap. That is 12 with another six. Oh, that's awesome. Bro. 12. 12. Doubled him. So you go to, you go to try to slip this grip and, and, you know, you try to sweep the leg and she's just too fast for you. She already has you wrapped up and pinned and she is at least as strong as you, if not stronger. And then the guy comes around, you see him very, very quickly and you feel something jab you in the throat and darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he doesn't know anything. <laughs> no, you don't know shit. Yeah, we had no conversation. Just went to fight. Yeah, you you know you know that um, she said something about preparation and the insert. Yeah, kick ass. I want to fight her again. He got a little thrill when she said insert because he's the analyzer. <laughs> analyzer. Nice. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Analyze this. Cotton. Yes. You are laying on one of the beds in that room, second from the end, closer to the door than you are to the counters with all of the medical supplies, if that makes sense. In your mind's eye or whatever. Are there beakers? There are. Great. 11, 11 7 beakers. Perfect. And 55 Bunsen burners. <laughs> You aren't restrained to the bed, uh, but you feel groggy. And the room is eerily quiet. The hum that you heard before and the fan that you heard before, they're not there. What do you do? I'm going to get up and start looking around for clues. I'm trying to imagine the space. Can I? uh, It's a fairly bland room. 20 by 30. 20 by 30 room, right. The gold liquid beakers. There's that, yeah. There's 117 beakers in there. So there's, is there, are there drawers? Are there, uh-huh. is there paper? Cabinets, drawers. There's, there's cabinets above um, the counters on, on the far side wall to your right. All right. I'm going to start rifling through that stuff looking for something of note. Okay. Roll investigation. Ooh. There's only two of those. Ooh. Three. Three, nice. Very nice. So with a three, you see four different files um, with a variety of, of, of papers in them, you know, probably 30 or 35 pages in each file. Um, and they're all numbered. One, two, three, four. You open one um, and you immediately see a picture of Raymond, a small picture up in the left-hand corner. These look like medical files of some sort, probably. You open um, subject two, and that is your file. There's a picture of you in there. Subject three, you open it up. Oh, shit. Yeah, what's his name? Jazz, were you subject three? I'm not sure what subject number I am. God damn it, you sons of bitches. You're supposed to remember this shit for me. I'm one. How do we know the number? I think King was subject three. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so you open up the one marked number three and you see a picture of King and then number four, you see a picture of Alabaster. Is that what it says on his phone? No, there are no names associated. Oh, okay. Just subject one, two, and three. Just one, two, three, and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to say shade on that one. Shade, shadow, shado? No, he did. He did offer it. I'm telling you, in these files, it, it on on this page, you know what I mean. This opening, oh, I see. They just it didn't does write not it down. say that. I got you. Yes. They don't care what your name is. You're a gerbil. I accept your premise and I continue forward. Okay, I'm going to continue looking just to see if I can discover other subjects that have come through, but I'm kind of in a hurry. It's uh, there. There are lots of um, recorded numbers, almost like they're. You would think, you know, pulse, um, blood pressure, some other numbers with with, with some acronyms that you're not familiar with. Um, you, you think it's medical speak. And then there are some observational, you know, notes. Subject was combative. Subject was 
Are you are you looking at anyone in particular? I'm looking for other subjects. Oh, you're looking for other subjects. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know there are no names. Yeah, there are no other subject files here. Just those. Oh, four. okay, I got you. I thought it was like 35 different subjects. No, no, no. There's like like 30 or 35 pages in each file. All right. Well, I'm going to pick up those files and carry them with me. And I'm going to look for an exit to the room. Okay. There's a door across the room from you. You are barefoot and essentially wearing a hospital gown. All right. I'm going to take off my hospital gown. No, I'm just kidding. You're going to put the files in your pubic pocket? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to exit carefully, uh, assuming there's probably some threat on the other side of the door. Are you trying to be covert? Are you trying to I'm be stealthy? To be covert, yes. Okay, so roll covert. Who? You you pretty light on your feet, right? Some light footfalls. You don't you know you don't rustle a bunch of papers. You're you're you feel like you're being pretty quiet getting across the room. The door is locked when you get there. Okay. Well, I'm gonna open up any other drawers, cabinets, and try to find something heavy or something useful. In the room, there's a chair. Um, there are a couple of tables. Um, the beds seem pretty heavy. Are you looking for something to bash or something to pry? I'm either looking for something to break glass or I'm looking for something that gives me knowledge. Roll investigation again. All right. Two. You come across. Um, a small key ring um, that has three different keys on it. Okay. I'm going to look for locks and unlock them. There is one set of cabinets on the far right side of this wall um, that has locks on the cabinets on top and on the bottom. And then there is the lock on the door. Okay, I'm going to try the cabinet first uh, to see what's inside. You open up the cabinet it's filled with a, a variety of vials, some liquids, you know, some, some are liquid, some um, are like pill bottles. Um, there's probably at least a half a dozen different uh, types of pills, drugs of some sort locked up in that top cabinet. In the cabinet underneath, you find a variety of tools um surgical tools and dangerous objects uh sharp objects scalpels and 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 knives and um that sort of equipment uh that you would find in in a surgery room all right any labels on any of the medicines or the liquids that i that mean anything to me no nothing that means anything to you okay. it's all you know what i mean it's all drug terms I'm going to take a scalpel, and then I'm going to go unlock the door. Okay. You have a scalpel in your hand. You walk across the room, um, put a key to the door, and as you put a key to the door, you can hear two sets of heavy footfalls um, outside the room walking in your direction. It sounds like they're coming down a hall. Okay. I'm going to run back over under the table, pretend I'm asleep, and tuck the scalpel under my butt. Back to the bed? Yeah. You jump into bed, put a very, very sharp object under your ass cheek. <laughs> I know. I was waiting for that. You hide it. You hide it. Not under your pillow or, you know, uh, you <laughs> you literally sit on it. Congratulations. Um, I should make you roll agility. Um, it, you know, it's like uh, it's like when you were you heard your parents coming up the stairs when you were reading a book under the blankets with a flashlight on kind of thing. Many kids have been injured doing silly shit like that. Oh, 100%. I mean, it happens all the time. Well, you just turn that thing blade side down and then peel it and seal it. What does that mean? What is peel it and seal it? Peel it and seal it. You know, you're trying to hide that that knife. Peel up one cheek. Cover the scalpel with your crack. Gross. Exactly. It could be done. That's it. You turn it blade side down, right. And you just peeled it and sealed it is what I did. Yep, you peeled it and sealed it. That's an episode title if I ever heard one. 
All right. That's for the- sure going to be this episode title. <laughs> seal it. Seal it. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> I assume since you're pretending like you're asleep that you're closing your eyes. Um, right. And you hear you hear the door open. Um, and two sets of footfalls come in and you hear the door close. You hear one person walk across the room over toward the counter and stop and turn. You hear a woman's voice. 313, please check the subject. Subject 2, have you been awake? Someone has disturbed our work area. (sighs) 313 walks over towards the bed as you yawn. What's going on? Subject 2, you are more coherent than we expected you to be at this point. Our apologies if you awoke in this strange place with no one around to assist you. Please accept our apology. No apology necessary. Well, now that you are awake, we can continue with preparations for the insert. Do you mind coming and standing over here? I don't want this insert. I object. You believe that you do not, but I assure you that it will only enhance. I do fine on my own. You have been slated as a subject. So therefore, we have been tasked with your preparation. Don't be a dick about it. Forgive me. I do not understand why you believe that we are not being amenable to your situation. Because you're about to inject something in me that controls me. We are here to prepare you for the insert. The insert will enhance... I'm not going to argue with a robot. I am more than a robot. I am XJT671. Please, the preparation is necessary. What do we need to do? Firstly, I need you to come and stand over here. In what order? <laughs> All right. I'm here. Please hold out your left hand. I hold my left hand out with my middle finger up. If you would be so kind as to hold your hand open, I apologize for not being more clear in my directions. You sure apologize a lot for a machine. Why don't you get it right the first time? If your stress level becomes too high, the preparations may not take. Please. I'm super stressed right now. Perhaps a sedative is necessary. I hold my hand out flat. She reaches over onto the table. Uh, She picks up a beaker, puts it under a, a valve, and turns the valve open and a clear liquid draws into it. And then you see her pick up a dropper and she puts, drips two drops of this uh, kind of purplish liquid into the clear. And you see it kind of coalesce and turn the liquid a light purple. She holds it over a Bunsen burner and you see the liquid start to heat up a little bit and it changes from that purple into like this um, almost orange. After that, she takes it, pours it over some sort of screen, which goes down into like a very small, almost like an espresso cup. She lifts the screen off and she places the espresso cup into your left palm. Now what? Please drink the preparation. What does it do to me? There are glands in your brain that this compound will assist in awakening. And that awakening will in turn help to increase the neural activity that will in turn allow for the insert to work properly. This is only step nine. How many steps are there? There isn't a specific determined amount of steps for preparation. There are tests that we will conduct, and once your preparation is complete, the insert will begin. And then, once the insert is complete, your training will begin. Whose orders are you following? I am here to assist you in your preparation before the insert. Who told you to do that? I am here to complete your preparation, to prepare you for the insert. Let me speak to your manager. (laughs) Please consume the preparation. I just dumped the preparation on the floor. You feel something slam into the side of your neck and go to darkness.
Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons Ultimate Edition actual play produced by TTRP Theater. Jazz Abramowitz is Demon Shade. Chris Freedom is King and Cotton Dearborn. Dean Martin Jr. is the Scarlet Spartan, and I am Duke Walter, your Game Master. Thank you to the generosity of our Patreon supporters, Tdorf67, Kamui, Adam Lake, Elira, Matthias Olson, Izzy Skirmish, Mr. Cultist, David Hagberg, M. Lemody, and Jess Rogers. If you would like to join as a producer, please search TTRP Theater on Patreon. We are at Ren City Pod, R-E-N-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D, on Twitter. Also, make sure to check out and follow at TTRP Theater on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to leave a review of our podcast as this helps to get the word out about our game. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time for more Renaissance City. Thank you.